Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. Today we're gonna do some uh, critically ashamed. So we're your host, Chop, Gator, Chris, Blake. And today we're All talking right, so, about. <clears throat> today we're talking about. Uh, I think I suggested this movie, right, Chop? Yeah, and fuck you, by the way. Oh, dude. Uh, well, of you, of all the like bad B-list movies out there that you kind of endure because it's a meme or something, this one was the most enjoyable, terrible movie I've ever watched. Uh, today we're talking about the understatement. <laughs> it's called VFP, like <clears throat> the the word T H E V, and then FP. Uh, Foxtrot Papa. It actually stands for Fraser Park in the movie. Um, and in this movie, it's it's I don't know. I, <clears throat> I would call it like a a post apocalyptic uh, sci fi movie. <clears throat> I'm dying here with no tech. Sorry. Yeah. So it's yeah. post apocalyptic sci fi, except for games. And they have I don't like think it's even post apocalyptic. I think it's just fucking trailer trash. <laughs> That's a post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I've been to some post-apocalyptic trailer parks. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Damn, did a ship bomb go off? Is the world over? That's <laughs> no, just trailer park. Oh, okay, dude, we had a whole town that looked like that called Gerald at one point. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and there's there's um, the setting of this movie happens in in Fraser Park, and it's there's a lot of tension. Um, between the two four eight and the two four five, is that right? Yeah. Or the two five nine? Two four eight in the north, two four five and something like that. Area yeah. Codes two area codes that are like having an epic battle. They're they're gonna have a showdown. A beef, if you will. Yeah, and and um they each have their sides. There's obviously like a some kind of like gang gang dynamic that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um and they show up to to uh, settle their differences, I guess, and, and have this epic battle. And they have a hype man, um, a hype man that goes by uh, Casey DC, and so um, squaring up in this in this arena, this gladiatorial arena, you've got Casey DC as the hype man, and he's introducing the two uh, heroes for each side, right? And they're going to make history because uh, it's the two four five's greatest hero in Beatro, and then you got the two five nine's greatest hero in LWE. And these characters are like uh, the 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 costume design alone is is amazing. It's impeccable, uh, dude. Yeah. One of them's wearing like moon boots, and he's got a bandana, and he's got a belt that says Beatro, like the lights that flash. Dude, it's like Hook meets Zoolander, belt. man. Like, yeah, it's like the outrageousness of those Hook costumes for the kids, the Wonderland kids, uh-huh. the Neverland kids, plus Zoolander, like fashion model, you know, like extravaganza. It's well, it's so weird. And every uh, character in the show talks exactly like Catch Me Outside Girl. Yeah. But like <laughs> yeah. but but for the whole movie. Like I feel like you get Catch Me Outside Girl and you, you get highlight reels, right? Yeah. You know? This is the whole like that's the way they talk. They yeah. they have conversations like that. No, she dialect. got famous because that was the way that she talked. Whoever whoever wrote the script for this movie had their work cut out for them because it's nonstop laughs. Like I was having to look up quotes, and it's such a little-known movie that it's hard to find quotes that, yeah, um, because nobody knows about it. But uh, until now, dude, you've got, <laughs> and then uh, so LWE has a has a mohawk, 
um, I want to say like an Elvis Presley fur jacket, kind of. And then he has a, a grill and, and chops. And he's, he talks like some kind of cross between like hard inner city urban slang and pure white trash. He's Redneck. like, he's like Tiger King meets the Iceman. Iceman? Yeah. UFC yeah. fighter. Chuck Liddell? Chuck yeah, Liddell. but, but uh, in, in the way he looks, but then, yeah. but then you hear him talk and you're like, Dude. He looks like Chuck Liddell and dresses like the Tiger King. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> and he's gangster. Uh, With a grill. A grill oh, and, grill. And, and we haven't even gotten to the, the main point of contention here. Um, so uh, KCDC introduces them. Uh, they get up onto the stage. They have a countdown. Three, two, one, boom. And they start their beat off. What they're doing is they're playing Dance Dance Revolution, but they call it something else. They call it Beat Beat. Beat Beat. Uh, Re- Revelation. Revelation, yeah. Beat Beat Revelation. <laughs> and, dude, they've got the, like, floor pad things, the the controllers that they're jumping and stomping on. God, it's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> and the TV's going, like, you know, like, oh, mad whack, chump, like, doing all this shit as they're... As they're beat as they're beating off they're having their beat off that's what they call it i challenge you to a beat off and i'm not going to spoil the movie for anybody because i think you should all go out and watch it uh you, apparently in this reality you can die from losing a beat beat revelation game it's 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 fatal yeah it's real real life and uh, they play for keeps this this movie I want I want to it's like it's like a weird concept that someone came up with when they were really drunk and stoned and then got a bunch of funding because the production value of it all is is great yeah yeah the production really value is really good for the, sure the costumes the scenes, are on point the uh, directing all that stuff but the story the narrative is like maybe the most ridiculous story ever so and i think it's one too that i'm willing to bet if you watch it more than once that you catch things that you missed before yeah because there's definitely some zingers that they snuck in there um the one that stood out to me the most that as soon as they said it i jumped on it and was like holy shit that might be the best thing they said the entire (laughs) movie is uh they go through the storyline and he's like he's been beaten and he comes back and then he's gonna like train to fucking do good and so he's like exercising and somebody's like talking shit to him the whole time like trying to make him exercise him harder mm-hmm. and they're like hurry up move your ass you floppy twat legs <laughs> dude the insults man dude. So <laughs> I was like they just snuck that in there dude <laughs> I was laughing my ass off what are you for Halloween a bitch <laughs> what were you gonna say job I was gonna say that I'm not gonna lie I didn't enjoy this movie like at all not even a little bit did you watch it yeah like the whole like you watched it and i and i watched it in earnest like i sat down and like no distractions i fucking sat there and watched the screen for an hour and 23 minutes or whatever it is and i don't think i laughed like a single time oh dude i i I was cracking up it so it's not about the story chop like he I feel like normally I watch a movie and and I can I can really appreciate a movie if it's got a if it's got a great narrative even despite a bunch of faults right. Um, this movie is the exact opposite, and I don't know why I think it's so great except that everything else in it is good. I just I I don't know. Like even I get it. It's it's like the quotes are kind of funny and 
honestly, so the only thing that like even got me close to chuckling was there's a scene where they get into a shootout and <laughs> like that's not really how they settle their shit because they do it with you know dancing beating off beat 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 whatever the fuck uh but they get into a shootout and every single gun that they use in that requires reloads after like a couple shots and except except for the slingshot Right. So KCDC pulls out a fucking wrist rocket in the middle of a gunfight. Straight from Goonies, man. Straight from Goonies. And he, so he's got the slingshot. Everybody else has either revolvers or shotguns, and they all fire like twenty plus shots Duh. without. Oh yeah. No, that that was on purpose. Yeah, for they, sure. And that that was kind of comical, but like outside of that, man, there just wasn't a lot in this movie for me. Dude, you got to go at it from a different angle, like imagine being on set with those guys imagine trying to pull off what lwe pulls off like for some reason that's that's lwe to me he's he plays the uh antagonist of the story and that whoever played him i don't even know his name he, he's i don't think he's done anything else um but he nailed that character and he's so goddamn funny like everything he says cracks me up yeah, he did a really good job. He he owned that part for sure. He like, like walks and dude, he's got this like swagger and walk and the way he moves his head and his fucking grill like over the top. He's over the top in every way. He's over the top in the way he moves, like the way he dances, the way he talks shit, like dude, I was impressed with the uh the love interest, the chick. She played a perfectly drunk and a perfectly sober girl in the same movie like very very well and even like the cracked out piece she did well but then there was other times where you could tell it was like daylight and she was sober as a clam and like she played that part well too it's like damn yeah actually she she was a decent actor honestly the worst actor in the movie was the main character yeah everybody else was was better he was so boring and basic like but i think that again i think that was part of it like if the story's not about him, the story is about this crazy fucking world that's going on around him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm spoiled because there's shit like, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Kung Fury. And I, I don't know. There's just so, like, Thanks Killing and Kung Fury and shit like that. Like, they're so ridiculously good, bad movies that this just felt like, eh, I, I get it. Like, it's comical, but it's not like laugh out loud funny for me dude i like this better than thanks killing for sure i don't know if i liked it better than kung fury's excellent excellent bad movie but uh kung fury is fucking gold i don't like it that's that's to me is like the the pinnacle i honestly i think i might like this more but i it, that's tough kung fury's kung fury's tight i can definitely see where this movie would have a cult following like Chris was saying earlier, how if you watched it a lot, you'd pick up on a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely so, has that character to it. Part of the reason that I'm sure that you brought this up is because uh, several years ago, there was this guy that we knew and were acquainted with, and he threw a party, a Halloween party, and it was themed after the FP, right? Yeah, that's how I got and, introduced to it. Yeah. And, uh, like, in that kind of scenario... <coughs> It's like that is more funny to me than the actual movie is. You know what I mean? Like uh, the people that have seen this movie and can like get in on the the kind of the joke together like that to me is more, I don't know, like potent comedy than the actual movie itself. Well, you're short selling this party that we went to also. 
So yeah, that's true. It was a Halloween party in a house. I don't know, a 22,000 square foot house, right? Uh-huh. Like a three bedroom fucking house. And how many would you say chop? 150 people in this house? Yeah. Everywhere. Oh I mean, like he called the police station was like, I'm throwing a party. Like it was like yeah. that. Um, and, and the, uh, the whole backyard full of people, kegs everywhere. He had a block of ice with fucking, did you pour shots down inside of That's his living room? Slide, yeah. He had gotten rid of all the furniture and they had built a chain link beat beat revelations arena and they had a beat off in the middle of the party where they did oh dance dance God. revolution. Yeah. Dude. Well, it must have been so cool. Such a cool introduction to it, that whole And I was like, what the four years too late. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like what 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 are they even doing? And they're like, dude, it's the FP, you gotta check it out. <laughs> And yeah, and so that's that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like that that party to me was funnier than the movie. And obviously, it's a lot funnier having seen the movie now. But I, like, I, I don't know. Like the movie, I get it. It's comical. It is funny. Um, and I, like, I'm not gonna say I wasted my time watching the movie or anything. It was it was okay. But the people who have seen it and can kind of get in on that inside joke and like that party where they recreated that fucking universe where Dan Saints Revolution is how you settle fucking street wars. Uh, I don't know. Like, I thought that was funnier than the actual movie was. Yeah, I, something about the story and the costume design and the set and the uh, the the language that they use, like the script, the is dialect, so yeah. is so. I mean, it's it's tight. It was it was literally written and performed perfectly because you can tell like these guys have entered and they're not freestyling. There's no way they could have been. Like that sharp and coming up with yeah. that shit nonstop. So there had to have been a script, and that means that these guys are selling that script perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you could sell that ridiculous of a script without cracking up all the time. Like I, I just imagine the the set being hilarious in a shit show. Yes. At the same time. Yeah. It's almost like idiocracy how they have their own kind of like words and there's definitely some similarities. And, yeah, I can see know. that. It pulled from a lot of those types of things to me. So, I don't know. Just me personally, I, like, again, I, I think the movie is comical. It's it's funny in its own way. But for me, it's really hard to say, like, critically ashamed or critically acclaimed. Like, I, I just, I kind of fall somewhere in the middle with this one. Like, I just kind of feel like it was something entertaining, but not good. Chop, do you feel personally attacked by this movie? <laughs> Because of the mohawk, it's the mohawk. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, not, not really, man. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Is it the DDR thing? Does that bug you? I mean, a little bit. That's a big part of my life. Where did the movie touch you? That's my passion. <laughs> <laughs> They're making light of something that I feel very, very, very strongly about. Dude, you don't play with the, with the DDR. You can die doing that. It's just not a game. You can die. Yeah, it's the streets. I play for keeps. What up, clam chowder? Uh, Back your shit up off my flavor. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I'm assuming the rest of you guys are going to say cr- critically uh, acclaimed. So <clears throat> this movie is not a, a good. It's movie. not a good movie. It's not. I don't. I don't know. If the goal is entertaining, this movie is very entertaining. It's not a good movie. It's not a uh, something that you would be like. I don't know. I don't even want to tell people that they should go watch it because it's not even worth it. It's not even for everybody. Like most people are going to watch it and be like, this is fucked. But I feel, I feel like 
But I feel like, I don't know, 10% of people that watch it are like, holy shit, this is hilarious. And I don't know. I fell into it. It, it's, it reminds me, not in style at all. It wasn't executed the same way at all. But it's polarizing like Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. It's that level of stupid. And you either get it or you don't. And if you get it, it's really funny. If you don't, then it's just not your brand of comedy. You're like Chop. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm actually going to go out and say that as well. I didn't get, I guess, Napoleon Dynamite. Like, that wouldn't mind Jamie either. I got it, but it just wasn't that funny to me. It's because you didn't vote for Pedro. <laughs> yeah, it, it has to do with the, the script, dude. It's the script. Yeah. I don't know. Like, again, I, I, I understand, and I can see where people think it's funny. It just, I don't know. It's not for me. That's okay. What about you, Chris? Yeah. I liked it. It was funny. Gator? Uh, again, like recommending it is hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, like you're saying, 10% of the people are going to like it, you know? And it's like, fuck. And everybody else is going to be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah. why did you even suggest that? But, I'm offended. But even for like, that, it's almost worth it just to see it and kind of get a taste of it. So I'm going to I'm gonna recommend it. I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm gonna making it acclaimed film. Uh, here, let me throw this out there. It's free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Dude, you got no investment. Fucking check it out and pay attention to what they say because it's fucking crazy. You might see some good ads too. Oh, oh. I will say, uh, and there's titties. I, I, I was, yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go. Um, I'm, I do want to shout out to them for just randomly throwing titties, like just because they could. Like in the background, like there's two people having a conversation, and there's a chick in the background that just pulls her tits out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good times. <laughs> All right, so whose turn is it? Uh, uh, this was a perfect uh, critically ashamed, though, guys. Right. Right? It Yeah, it is. This is the spirit of Critically Ashamed, a movie that you may never have seen and that some people might actually enjoy. It was fitting. I don't think... Yeah. How about this? I don't think anybody truly enjoyed the Velocipaster. No. Like, I'm never going to watch that again. I might watch the FP again. You know? Yeah, yeah that's fair. <clears throat> All right, so uh, who's next? I think Gator's up. Shit, put me on the spot. Now I got to think of a movie. Fuck. Uh... It doesn't have to be a comedy. It's, for some reason, we've we've picked a lot of like bad comedy type stuff, um, which I, I'm not hating. I did too with the FP, but and it, and I think it worked out well. But um, it could just be something that like maybe you like or you just think we wouldn't watch. You know, and you're like, dude, just try it. Like it's it's a force your hand and make someone try something out of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a good movie like that. Like Sardos. Like Sardos. Mm-hmm. Sardos was not a comedy. <laughs> I Sardos was calling Sardos a movie. No way. What? You are out yeah. your goddamn mind. I knew you'd like that. God. Uh, the movie that's went to my head, I, I'm sure people will like it, is Fletch. You ever seen Fletch with Chevy Chase? No, but it's Chevy Chase. Yeah, I know it was Chevy Chase. Yeah. Let's do that one. Right. Okay. So I've actually seen Fletch on Amazon or something. Like, I've seen it somewhere and been like, oh, that's a Chevy Chase movie. He's always funny, and I've never watched it. I should watch it, and then don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that works. We'll do Fletch. Cool. Agreed? Agreed. Isn't that, like, a uh, old as shit movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, from the 70s, I think. Oh, huh. all right. It's good. But that's but that's the thing, right? Like, people are, people are scared to try something just because it's not, like, new. And it's like, dude, this may be really funny. I think Caddyshack is funny, but mm-hmm. I think we've all seen it, so it's not. It doesn't fit the show. But my point is, if I was going to recommend it something to somebody that they may 
be out of their comfort zone. That would be one. Mm-hmm. So Fletch might fall into that category. Yeah. All right, guys. Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, there's a link to our Patreon account. We'll play this starting at just a dollar at whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. You can also find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. And there's live feeds to our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, that's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Um, we got new episodes every week, new content all the time. Uh, check us out. We'll see you next week.